Good Gab, sponsored by Skillskin, a nonprofit organization empowering individuals with disabilities through employment. What's happening, Good Gabbers? Another week, we got someone pretty amazing here today. This is Michelle Starry. This is the guru, the main principal of Starry Financial. Michelle, thanks for joining us today. Thank you for having me. Heck yeah. Oh, well, thanks for joining us. It's uh, just a real pleasure. How's your morning going? It's going good. I've got my coffee. I'm sitting here with you. It's great. That's awesome. <laughs> Man, I just got to tell a story real quick. Um, I love coffee myself, and today was a bad day for me. Like, I've had an espresso machine at my home for, I don't know, at least 15 years. And it's like a legit one, right? So mm -hmm. I'm making espresso every morning. And today is the day it gave up the ghost. Oh, no. Yeah. So <laughs> I had already woken up early. It was like a 4.30 morning. That is not normal for me. But my brain was just going. And it just it didn't happen for me today. So I'm a little envious of, of no. that cup. I should have brought yeah. you coffee. <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah. See, that's the that's the secret. Yeah, everybody, I run on caffeine. <laughs> caffeine calories. That's the secret to life. Well, enough about me. Michelle, let's talk about you. Um, what's happening in your world? What what are you doing in Starry Financial? Just help us understand a little bit more. Oh my goodness. Well, uh, the markets have made it very uh, fun and exciting <laughs> and opportunistic. Um, yeah, I, you know, it's a, it's a really it's a it's a great it's a great job. I, I, that's that's the best thing I can say about it. I, How long have you been in this business? I started in 1999 with Merrill Lynch. Um, I worked with Washington Trust prior to that, and worked for Merrill Lynch for 10 years. And in 09, when the big market crash happened, some things came to light about big firms. And um, me and another woman who worked with me at, at Merrill Lynch went, we should, we should do this on our own. We shouldn't be yeah. working for a firm. And so we went independent. And we looked at all the different brokerages that you can use to go independent and ended up with Raymond James, who we're really, really pleased with. Um, and we've just been growing since then, and it's been fantastic. I um, started with just myself, and now I have uh, three partners in Starry Financial, and I also provide supervision and, and, and uh, oversight for another four financial advisors and different oh, wow. satellite offices that run their own businesses independent, and I just help them on the um, oversight side and compliance side. So, yeah, we've grown quite a bit, and... I've kind of put my focus now on looking for ways for my company to partner with nonprofits, how I can uh, add some value to the community. I've lived here my whole life and wanted to find yeah, a way. Yeah, born to, and raised. Born and raised. All right. <laughs> and wanted to find a way to kind of take the, the luck and everything that I've gotten and put it back out in the community. And so I spend a lot of time doing that now. And uh, I still work with my clients. I've got a, a nice core group of clients that I just love, I adore, and I would never give them up. Um, but yeah, I also spend a lot of time now trying to find ways for us to partner and do a sharing of that uh, kind of, uh, you know, we've, we've like I said, we're, we've done really well, so we want to give it back to the people that have helped well, us. Well, I read about uh, Starry Financial and 
part of what you're advertising is the working with nonprofits to help them like manage endowments and mm-hmm. some of their, you know, their money. Yeah. Tell us more that. about that. We got a lot of listeners who are in the nonprofit space. Yeah. Well, we've done that. Mm-hmm. I've also helped uh, boards figure out how to write investment policy statements, uh, make sure everybody kind of stays on the straight and narrow, figure out Smart. how to protect those dollars. I mean, when you're asking people to give, you want to make sure you're doing the best to take care of that money. So I help them do that. Um, and then we also we also want to help nonprofits by giving them manpower. So I have a community engagement officer who is my daughter, Margaret, and she's worked with nonprofits all over the city. And now she goes in and she works with them if they need, even if they need somebody to help event planning, she will go in and she will help them with an event planning situation if they don't have the money to hire an event planner we donate that time. Really? Yeah. We donate that time. We donate her efforts. She has a master's degree in technical writing, so she can do edit and copy. And she helps She helps anybody that we are partnering with, with anything like that as well. So That's incredible. What What is driving this inside to, you know, be in service? I, you know, I grew up, I was, uh, I grew up in Hilliard and um, we had, you know, kind of a tough, kind of a I kind of a tough childhood, but I worked. I worked a lot from the time I was 14. And what was your first job? I worked at Hallmark. All right. Nice. (laughs) And ornaments? Yes, and ornaments. I still have crates of (laughs) ornaments. I keep going, what am I going to do with all of these? And, you know, I try to kid myself that my kids will want them, but they won't. And so I'm like, just sell them when I'm gone. I don't want (laughs) to Yeah, but like they're not leaving until I'm gone. (laughs) Exactly. So. So I, um, I felt very lucky in this community because people have trusted me and I've been given breaks. I mean, like I said, I Washington Trust, when I first had my daughter, it was really difficult to go back into the retail environment because I wasn't there at night. Sure. And one of, my, one of my clients at that time, it was Victoria's Secret. I was managing the first Victoria's Secret store here. And she came in and she said, you'd be a great manager at Washington Trust and you'd be home at night with your daughter. And that's how I ended up in the financial services industry. Wow. And then I just loved it. I loved helping people figure out finances. I like putting together puzzles for people. I think everything's about planning. And so um, that's how I ended up moving to that. And then I got recruited into Merrill Lynch. Um, so yeah, it. I, I, I felt like I'm building, I'm building something really great. And then at a certain point, I realized if you turn around and share this with other people, you're going to make the community around you better. And yeah, I really are. try to help nonprofits that do things that I wish I could have accessed when I was young. And so I identify places that I feel like, boy, if I'd had that, I would have, I would have really thrived. And that's why I, I pick the places I do the nonprofits I do, the leaders I do. The, we, have, we have amazing people doing amazing things in yeah, this community. Yeah, we do. So, yeah, as you know, mm. I mean, I've, I've heard and seen the people you talk to. It's, it's amazing what this small community has to offer. I know. I'm convinced we can solve any problem here. Absolutely. We, just, we put us all in a room. We start to figure things out, and we come yeah. together. We'll do it. Yes, absolutely, yeah. absolutely. So, well, so tell us some of the, if you would, I'd love to know, like, who are some of the folks you're partnering with? So every year, 
I sit down with my team and I choose the top three and then I tell them, each of you can choose a nonprofit, just tell me why and lay out for us how you think our investment in them is going to help the community. And so that has actually broadened even what we do. But for me, the top three this year were Terrain, Shades of Motherhood and the Learning Project, and LCS. And there's, there's Lutheran, Lutheran Community, Community Services. Services. Okay. Yes. And they've been in my top three for the last two years. What they do here is amazing. Um, they not only are helping with, you know, adv- they advocate for sexual assault victims, trauma, but they are also running immigration programs here yep. that I just don't know that people really know about. I don't think they do either. Yeah, yeah. tell us more. Yes, so <laughs> they help um, unaccompanied minors. Uh, they are the they are the go-to for unaccompanied minors. They help them find foster homes. They help them get services. So this is immigrants that are coming into our country and they have no one. And they have no one. And And there's there's a lot of people in that situation, right? Yes. And they won't have anyone. They determine when they come in, parents have either been killed or they're never going to make it to the United States. So these, these individuals are minors that are truly on their own. And so they take them in, they help them find these foster homes, they help them learn English if they need to. The LCS staff here speak over 45 different languages, so they give them counseling and trauma services, and they're able to speak to them in their own language, which helps, and help them figure out how to fit into the community. And they do everything from, here's how we can get you a job, to do you need a bike? We can find people to give you bikes. And that's something that like we'll step in and go, hey, we can buy some bikes. That's a pretty easy thing to yeah, do to help somebody you know how to help. do that. Exactly. But so, it can be so profound, that impact. Yes, yeah. And I think just knowing you're not alone. You, you have a whole community around you, and you know, don't fear, we'll catch you. And I love that. I love that that's what they're doing. And it's really the same approach when you're talking about people that have been traumatized. Don't fear. We're here. Mm-hmm. And we're going to make you safe. And so... Real I, support. Yeah, real support. So I love, I love organizations that do that. And then um, Shades of Motherhood and the Learning Project. I've never even heard of that. Okay. Stephanie Courtney... Yeah. She is amazing. She's doing amazing things. Um, recognized very, very quickly that there are major inequalities in healthcare and the way it's provided to people in marginalized communities, people in different uh, income levels. She is helping create a network of doulas that help mothers um, through their pregnancies, identifying things. And one of the things we helped partner with. Um, is she's working with an organization called Four Roots that helps provide boxes of fresh food. Okay. They were figuring out that a lot of the mortality issues and things that are happening with women that are pregnant sometimes comes down to just basic nutrition. Really? And yeah. Yeah, you're like, we can solve this. We can solve this, exactly. That makes sense, though, if you're malnourished, how are you supposed to, you know, get a baby to grow right? Right, and, you know, you you can develop toxic issues if you don't eat healthy food. And so they partnered with them, and she figured out, you know, with, with some corporate help, some grant help, things like that, um, they could feed up to 120 women and the doulas that help them a year with fresh food, fresh boxes. That's food, moving the needle. Roots. Exactly. It will save lives. It will save children's lives. It will save babies' lives. And it will save moms' lives. 
and the doulas, yeah. you know, who they themselves are struggling out there sometimes. So Stephanie Courtney is amazing. I think we're going to hear her name more and more and more. Um, she's, you know, over shades of motherhood, but also the learning project. She's running a pro uh, program called step out of the high schools. And it's kind of like a dance troupe, but it's teaching the power of culture, movement, mental health with these young people. And so you, dance is the vehicle to, yeah, well, to pull people together. It's, yes. It's dance. Yeah. It's beyond dance. I wish I could, yeah. it, the step movement. I mean, in, in black communities, they know exactly what it is. And when you watch them, it is amazing. I've seen them perform now twice. And I put it out on my Facebook because I was like, mm. you've got to check out these kids. It's amazing. The whole room is alive when they are doing doing their thing. So, um, Sounds fun. Yes. And <laughs> so, you know, it all it all fits together into the community. And she's she has really tapped into how do you help the black community here? And she does it at the high school level, at the mom level, and um, at, you know, she also does workshops and education and art. They're doing an um, event at Carl Maxey. Like so, you said, yeah. we're going to hear this name soon. Gonna and we're going to hear name. this organization's. Yes. yes. Yeah. She She's just getting started. And I she's superwoman. I don't know how she does everything she does. But yeah. And then, of course. As often as nonprofit leaders, especially founders, are, right? Yes. Because they don't have staff. They don't have enough money to do all of it. But they want to. Yeah. And somehow they have infinite energy, too. I know. <laughs> and she's a phenomenal mom, wife, friend. I, yeah. She's, she's really, she's blowing the roof off of it. Um, and then terrain, of course, yeah. you know, everybody knows everything terrain does. They are been around for a while now and doing a lot of great yes. work. Yep. She bizarre uh, was just, uh, yeah. yeah, a couple weeks ago. Yes. Yeah. Ginger started terrain in 2008 and I remember the first one. Yes. Yeah. And I remember I walking into that warehouse going, I don't know what I'm <laughs> up to here. Let's figure it out. I know. And it was like, Oh, I, I remember that for, I'm a Spokane native too. I've been yes. around for a long time and that was for me, one of those moments where I'm like, oh, things are changing. Me too. Yeah? That's, that yeah. is exactly, I, actually, I asked a friend, will you please introduce me to Ginger? And one of the first things I said to her was, I feel like Spokane's finally changing. I'm cautiously optimistic. <laughs> and she said, me too, cautiously optimistic. And I mean, it's been, I, I'm- How real. That's it's great. So, it's true. Yeah. It's so true. But it's been awesome to watch what she has turned that organization into. And Jackie Caro as her, you know, as her partner there is has been amazing as well. Um, but Starry Financial just worked out with them. One of the things that saved my life, uh, throughout my life, I often say, without music, I would not have been who I was, who I am. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't have met my husband. I wouldn't have most of the friends I have. I go to music for everything. It's how I refresh myself. It's how I feel motivated. Um, and so I try to find ways to encourage that. So we just put together um, where we sponsor their live music uh, stages at both Terrain right. and Bazaar. So if you were at Bazaar, you probably saw the stage. I wasn't we were... there. I was out of town. Oh, oh yep. it was great. And it's so much fun because she always finds 
good new musicians that need some exposure. And we will be sponsoring it again at the Big Terrain in the fall. I'll be Uh, there. Yes. (laughs) And so, yes, go and check out the live music. And, yeah, it's uh, also... The music scene in Spokane is pretty deep, too. It's it's so awesome. It's diverse and great and accessible. (laughs) I'm, I'm one of my friends is a kind of a photographer in the scene. His name's Adam Darling. And uh-huh. so I've been following him, uh, you know, for quite some time and I'm just known him forever, but like what he's expressing through his Instagram and whatnot, like, yeah. I'm like, wow, this is cool. Like oh, Spokane's yeah. hip and there's some great storytelling being told through, oh, through music. Absolutely. Absolutely. I was lucky enough to, uh, serve on a board with, um, TS the solution and just watching what he's doing um, what he has done for the music scene here and for young people he's another person Devonte's going to be he's 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 making a name for himself here yeah. too, doing some really cool stuff so yeah I am um, I, I, w- I do want to give a shout out to people for uh, terrain they have their uh, terrain table coming up have you heard of terrain table no they do a, an amazing fundraiser every summer. It's on August 9th, $200 a ticket, totally worth it. You go out into the middle of this big, huge field. and they Do you have... wear all white? Yes. I have heard of this. <laughs> yes. Someone that works for us, his name's John Booz, and he's an artist with Twisted Booze. Yes. And uh, he said he had bought tickets and was there maybe yes. last year. Do you know him? No. Okay. No, but, but this is it. I, all Margaret, right. My daughter goes every year, and I'm like... Me, August 9th, <laughs> middle of a field and heat. I just, just don't know that I can do it. <laughs> I would be, I'd be dying. But everybody there loves it. And they have the best chefs and it's total farm to table. It's gorgeous. It's a really, really cool event. So yeah, everybody should buy tickets. It sells out every year. Really great way to support them. So Well, you heard it here, everybody. Yeah, you want to go someplace to have a lot of fun. That terrain table. Yes, wear white. Yeah, wear white. (laughs) Reflect that sun. I remember one of the something that organization was doing um, was basically standing up artists that had business ideas. Mm -hmm. And that I thought was also a transformative moment in our community. I was like, oh, it's art as business or just these ideas we can grow our community that way yeah and like i remember watching like art salvage was uh one of the uh folks kind of pitching and, and developing their idea and it's like and that is a mainstay here in spokane now yes it's not only you know taking things out of the waste stream but like helping art be even more accessible because it is inexpensive to go there yes well and you know they are behind from here in river park square that's terrain is who put that storefront up and you can get you can get custom-made art in there very accessibly at great prices and amazing Uh, there's some beautiful pottery in there um so yeah she's really she she puts her money where her mouth is she really well the three tenants that Terrain, she told me, was uh, founded on was trust, relationships, and mutuality. And if you look at everything they do, you see those three tenants come through in everything Just they do. Just threaded. Yep. Well, it sounds a lot like you, putting your money where your mouth is. I'm trying. And yeah. <laughs> I just, you know, 
I got told a little bit earlier that, you know, you were uh, voted the most influential individual in philanthropy. One of what 21. A, one of what 21. Of 21. <laughs> okay. Well, 21 out of, you know, the half a million people who are in Spokane <laughs> County. That's pretty incredible. But I can understand why. Like, you're intentional about what you want to support and helping move the needle on some of these uh, issues that matter to you. I try to be. Yeah. I, I, you know, I've... I, I, I I always I always laugh. I, I I'm not sure I like influencer titles, but if I can influence people to be more involved and help your community around you, I'll wear that badge all day. I would love that. Um, I just think people don't know sometimes that even just showing up to something can help build something bigger. Well, let's talk about that because here, th this is a great moment to influence our listeners. Yeah. Because a lot of them want to connect. They want to, you know help in whatever they care about right so yeah where do you start well showing up i hear that yeah tell us tell us what, what's on your mind around that well for me i looked at what do i love and like i said music was where it kind of started and i started trying to figure out well how can i how can i help where that starts and the program girls rock lab came to surfaced very quickly and i went i want to help that program um, some of the stuff the library is doing now, I, I, it's, it blows my mind. If you can help at a young age, that's great. And for and I also do try to look at can I help at at an age where it can really make a difference for a lifetime. For yeah. me, those are the kind of things that I looked at. And then I just went out and I started reading. If you read Trending Northwest or you read The Inlander, you will find that there are things going on every weekend that has something to do with helping some part of the community. And I feel like if you dive into what you're passionate about, you're going to love it. And you're going to find out that you make a big difference no matter what you're doing, if you can write a check, write a check. If you can't, just show up. Yep. Be be a participant. And if you can volunteer, volunteer. I know everybody needs volunteers right now. Yep. Uh, pandemic really hurt a lot of nonprofits with their volunteers because everything shut down. So, yeah. I think it's all great advice, especially the idea. It's like, what do you love? Yeah. What do you care about? Yes. And just start there. I know uh, we were talking about looking at some of those publications, seeing what's happening. I might also encourage, it's like, just take that next step. Like, call if you're comfortable. Text, email. Just ask the question. Be like, hey, how can I help? Yeah. You'll be su everyone's surprised, right? Like, how welcomed you'll be into an organization. And or if they don't need your help, they can, they will free you yes. to, to go look at something else, too. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. I think... I think every person I've ever partnered with would love to just take an incoming call, even somebody just saying, hey, what do you do? As a matter of fact, that's what I did with Stephanie Courtney. I, I kept seeing her name pop up, and I kept seeing the work she was doing on the ground. And I just messaged her and said, hey, can we have coffee? I want to learn more about what you do. And she met me for an hour, and my mind was blown away, and I was tired just thinking about what her day looks like but absolutely committed to helping with whatever she needs because she's doing the hard work and I just appreciate that but yeah I mean yeah pick up the phone it's it's the best thing to do I help people retire and one of the things that I have seen is that if you find 
a passion that you have or a way that you can give back to the community you love or or what you love like I've seen people turn literally after retirement become master gardeners right. and do things like that it it really makes your life happier um, I've also seen people retire that had no plan and they didn't you know they didn't pursue what they wanted to do and people told them well volunteer volunteer and they just volunteer at the first thing that comes across and they don't enjoy it because they're not connected yeah they're they not didn't... connected they don't have that feeling and so I really encourage people starting in your 50s even earlier if you can but really starting in your 50s start figuring out what you really love around you and try to find a way to be a part of it ongoing and your retirement will be a lot better for you. It'll be richer. <laughs> It'll be richer, fuller, yeah. Oh, that resonates so much. My dad, he just retired like a couple weeks ago. Oh, my yeah, goodness. I know. Tell so him congratulations. I shall. He listens to this. Yes. So, yeah, congratulations for Michelle. Yes. Um, and we talk a lot about like, hey, you know, what's your plan? What are you thinking about? And I don't know if he thought about that 15 years ago. Yeah. And so now he's really going through that process right now. And I, I love that advice. It's yeah, it is the secret to retirement. I know everybody always thinks about the monetary side, but I will tell you the monetary side, we can, you know, good financial advisors, we figure that out for you. The better part of it is, what are you going to do to emotionally feed yourself? Because you're going to need that. And that is what creates successful retirement. And I mean, really, we do a lot of that. And in Starry Financial, we do a lot of that because that's what our business is all about, too. So, yeah. That's so cool. Yeah. Yeah, I love it. You're, you're helping um, drive change in our community and help people, you know, live a happier retirement. You have a really unique perspective on, you know, what gets talked about in the newspaper all the time right now, this huge giant transfer of wealth that's coming. Mm -hmm. um, can, could you help us understand like what that actually means and how people are trying to engage like where their money goes? <laughs> <laughs> that is such a big question. Oh, that's what we do here on Good Gab. <laughs> we solve the world's problems. No, <laughs> no, you know it's really funny because um, I have been reading about the you know huge transfer of wealth since 1999, and it is happening. It's. Uh, so our, there may be a buzzword more than. No, no, it is happening, but. Um, I also see that people are figuring out, people are figuring out where do I want my money to go? What is going to be important? What, um, how can I, how can I direct my investments to companies and organizations and things that I feel work better for me and my value system? And so we do see a lot of people doing that. Um, but the reality is some, we do have a very widening equality issue and right. hopefully people will start voting in regards to that i mean i think the supreme court over the last two days has kind of pushed people into having to recognize that certainly and you know that eventually that will there will have to be changes and shift that we have had too much going to a group of people that they they'll just keep investing and you know keep growing where there's a whole other group of people that could use that and then there's this middle group of people that are trying to do what this top group of people should be doing um and eventually i do think we will see a balancing because we have in the past 
you know. It Makes sense. We used to oh. see a very wide gap. If you go back into, you know, 1930s, 1940s, there was a very wide gap. And eventually people caught on and went, hey, no. Yeah, we got to rebalance. We got to rebalance. And I really do think we will. So. I love hearing that. And uh, I'm thinking, too, just more of like. If folks are, you know, thinking about their life legacy and whatnot, like if they were a client of yours, yes. like what would you advise them to do? Who would you connect them with if they wanted to make a planned giving kind of oh. um, Well, first they'd deal. work with us. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> we would help them. And then we would recommend good estate, attorney, estate attorneys who we have a handful of great ones here in Spokane. Um, and yeah, also maybe meeting some of the, some of the head you know, heads of nonprofits that people are happy with. I have actually done that with clients. If they, if I know that they're very passionate about something, then I will introduce them to people that work in that area. That's cool. Work in those nonprofits so that they are aware of what they do. Um, and then we also have, um, we have some community trusts um, here locally that can help work with people on that as well. Like we know Anovia. What's another? Yes. Is there, is there others? Anovia is the biggest one right huh. now. Um, there was a community Northwest, but I'm not sure if they're, if they're actively doing it anymore. So yeah, but, but there are outlets. The big, there yeah. are. And actually, I mean, mm. if you like a lot of people are uh, pretty hooked in with the symphony and the symphony has a list of really good resources for people. Um, they have, they have, you know, been doing this for a long time here locally. So they are very connected to everybody as well. Well, thank you for your insight on that. Just appreciate you sharing some of your experience and, you know, how to connect. Uh, I'm also curious, you know, your lifetime Spokane person, we both remember and had, I love that we shared that moment, the first train, <laughs> like, oh, things are different. Yes. I want to know, what are you excited about right now for our community and, and our future? Oh, I'm really, you know, I'm really excited that the arts community is coming up the way it is. The music community is coming up the way it is. I, I, I tell my kids, my kids, <laughs> uh, they're not kids anymore. But anyway, <laughs> I tell my family when I was young, you know, we did not have options on a Friday or Saturday night. We had to create options. They were yes. not there. And now, I mean... I'm too, I get too tired to be able to do everything <laughs> that we can do. But every Friday, Saturday, Sunday even, I mean, there are tons of things going on. Thank you to, you know, Carly Ingersoll, look at Lucky You Lounge, everything that is happening, really giving space to people. We just didn't have that. Yep. And I think it makes a safer, more diverse, more creative uh, community. This library blows my mind i mean if we had had this even I the know. resources here, i would have been living here yes exactly well it was funny i had my husband drop me off and i said oh you know do you want to come in and sit and he was like no i'm going to the library you know, <laughs> check out the library so yeah i mean we just i i think that we have had in especially the last 10 years some really good focus on making spokane a really cool place to live and we see it. We see it by the work of, you know, terrain and and the organizations I'm talking about, the Lands Council. I have so many places that are really focused on, hey, let's look at what can help our community here. 
And so, yeah, I the art and the music scenes are huge. Also, I'm just going to put a shout out to the culinary scene. Yeah. Which in the last five years has just, wow. And I, I do think we have some great culinary destinations here and winemakers. I mean, our... We're in the zone right now. Oh, so, so much. We've got some great chefs. We've got great chefs. We've got great winemakers. That's kind of my passions. I love to go out, have a great dinner, see a great show, go home, have a nice glass of wine. It's like, yes. And you get to do that. (laughs) It's relatively accessible right now. Yes, absolutely. Great point. Yeah. Well, Michelle... Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you. You know what? You might be one of 21 <laughs> of the most influential, but you're number one for the oh, good gabbers. Thank you. So, yeah, thank you for joining us. It's just been a real pleasure. Thank you. This was really fun. Yeah. <laughs>